What's up, everyone? Mark Lobliner, TigerFitness.com. Let's talk about Chris Bumstead's new hair. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be a video trashing Bumstead. It's not about that. I like Chris. Chris and I have been getting along for years, always been extremely nice to me, have nothing but great things to say about him. But, but it brings up a big point that I think we need to explore. And as someone with three children, all at a very impressionable age, 17, uh, 17 year old girl, 15 year old boy, and another 10 year old boy. They're all at that impressionable age and they all have social media. So they see the Sam Selects, the Chris Bumsteads, and whatever girls are in vogue right now. I mean, it's been a while since Dana Lynn Bailey was at the top, but I remember when every girl wanted to be Dana Lynn Bailey that I met. Like every girl, like not like young girls, but I'm talking about like 19 to 30. Like you'd see these girls and then Dana's line would be down the, it was huge. She was the hottest thing. I don't know who the new Dana Lynn Bailey is, but let's just say that kids watch this stuff. People watch this stuff. People my age are influenced. I was talking to a mom this morning whose son is 29 years old, and she was afraid that he was following the wrong people, setting him up for failure or setting him up to hurt themselves. Um, so she messaged me. So it, it spans all ages, and that is the social media influences people and I think we need to explore when someone like Chris and um, other bodybuilders and influencers I think do set out one they get hair plugs or they get things like that it might seem like nothing right like dude just didn't want to go bald but since when has it been a thing when we're not allowed to age when men aren't allowed to follow their genetic code and actually go bald when has that been a bad thing right Alan Roberts bald he shaves whatever he has left off his head because he accepted his baldness okay when my brother started going bald in his uh, mid-20s he tried to comb forward at the beginning I had to sit him down and have a man-to-man -man about that I'm like bro not a good look not a good look my bro but my brother's like you know what you're right from that point on, he got a, a buzzer from Walmart, and since then, he's given himself a number one shave around the head a couple times a week. He's good to go. He embraced it, and instead of worrying about things like baldness, which is pretty much programmed in our DNA, my brother just controlled what he controlled. My brother's big, strong, and jacked. My brother's 49 years old, and he's got a six-pack abs, six-foot-one. Again, he got the height. I got the hair, and um, that way, he could look down on my full head of hair every single time we meet, we see each other. And so he just accepted it and he's done well. He met his wife after he had his baldness occur after he started going bald. My brother's crushed in the, in the you know, in his career. He's very successful. Um, again, like when my brother went bald, he didn't come, hey man, I think I should get hair plugs. No man, my brother went bald, you know, in the early 2000s. He's like, other than Bosley, nobody was really doing the hair stuff. My brother's like, I I'm bald, I'm bald. Time to just live with it and do the best I can what God gave me. And bald is beautiful, man. The Rock does pretty well. Females still think he's sexy, right? So here's the thing I'm noticing is that it comes down to self-esteem. It comes down to loving who you are and accepting how you look. Now, that sounds kind of weird, and I'm going to explain. And hopefully I can do this in a timely fashion. Sounds kind of weird coming from someone who's an IFBB pro, who obviously cares a lot about how he looks, who posts awkward pictures of my mid-40s butt 
um, selfies of myself posing in a mirror, which is weird because I'm not the youngest guy. I'm not like a teenage girl taking a selfie. I understand that's weird coming from me, especially someone who has taken anabolic steroids to enhance their physique and look a certain way um, while competing. And that's, that's fine. I get it. But I think we need to look beyond that and look at how this is done, right? I think, number one, what we need to realize is that social media is not real life. These are real people, but at the end of the day, the actual influencers who make their money or at least a large part of their money influencing us, they're actors. And they're not showing you their entire life. They're showing you what they want you to see. They want you to see the perfect image and they'll put out their pity party post. I dealt with low self-esteem when I was 12 years old and, and all these things. And it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. You have to put one of those up here and there. I had an eating disorder when I was 15. Okay, cool. Okay. We all have problems. I know they try to relate because they make money relating. They make money getting people to follow them. But at the end of the day, these are actors. These are paid actors being paid for you to want to follow them. So they're going to show you what they want you to see. And by doing that, it also helped them to sell the products that they're trying to sell because they build that trust with you. So they want you to see perfection. They want you to see the perfect smile. They get veneers. They want you to see the perfect flowing hair. They get fake hair. They get plugs. I don't even know what pl how plugs work. Um, forgive me. They get fake asses. They get fake boobs. They get fake everything. Then on top of that, they use filters, the perfect angles, the perfect lighting. What you see on social media is complete BS. And I would like to state again, this is not about Chris Bumstead specifically. He just happens to be the clickbait for this video so people actually watch it. Another thing is like their majority of them, and I know this, they're not paying for this. I know one guy who did go, and I think he got the hair transplants in Turkey. They flew him first class to Turkey, put him up in a beautiful accommodation, and then did the surgery free. Why? So they can put it on their social media and people can see it and potentially spend their real money, their hard earned money going out there and getting their look so they can look more like either what they want to look like or what they perceive they should look like based on who they follow on social media. So it's really odd though. Think about it. Why Turkey? Like when I'm thinking about where I'm going to get the best medical treatment in the world, I'm not like, huh? You know, we have all this cool stuff in America, the best hospitals, we got the Mayo Clinic. We got the Children's Hospital in Cincinnati. We got all these beautiful hospitals with greatest surgeons, greatest experts in the world. I'm going to go to Turkey. Turkey? See, Turkey might have a great medical system, but like, think about it this way. If somebody messes you up in America, and my wife was just telling me about a surgeon who messed up some people and got sued um, this morning, so if a person in America messes you up, you can sue them, okay? You can take recourse. I have tried to sue people in other countries. And if you guys have been on YouTube a long time, remember when Lane Norton sued Jason Blaha in the UK? He ended up wasting hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you get screwed over overseas, you're screwed. You're done. There's no recourse. 
You can't do anything. So why the hell are these guys going to Turkey? And I'm by no means throwing shade at Chris Gethin here. My man literally went to Tijuana to get stem cells. Look, man, I don't trust the water in Mexico. Do you think for a second I'm going to trust them injecting me with, with, with friggin' stem cells? With something that comes from an umbilical cord? So I'm getting stem cells. If you could tell, you can't tell on this angle. So my right thumb area right here, the ligament is FUBAR. It is shot to hell from my seven years of boxing, okay? Left one's fine, right one, I, this is why I'm not boxing at all. I would be boxing here and there. I would at least be training it because my power punch my overhand right, and I'm really good at it. It's a really forceful punch. And because I suck at boxing, I'm not good at turning my hand. Throwing hundreds and whatever, thousands of punches with this hand and landing it hard in training and in fights, my thumb is messed up. I'm getting stem cells this week and PRP. So I don't have to have surgery on my thumb in the United States. All of these procedures are available in the United States. So why are these... I'd imagine Chris Bumstead is at least upper middle class. I assume he's rich AF. Chris Gethin, another guy, pretty rich. I'd assume we're at least, again, I'm not saying what, but, but I, again, like I'm assuming we're all not poor. We all, when we go to the grocery store, we don't have to be like, man, I only have $70 to spend. Should I buy chicken breast or should I buy tuna? No, we're just, buy, let's buy everything. Let's buy a little of each because we don't have to budget for groceries because we're doing really well. Okay, why the hell are they going to Mexico, Turkey, all these crazy countries flying there for treatments that you can get in the United States? Bosley, Bosley was, was uh, advertising with me when I worked for Weeder Publications. They're my client. They've been doing hair transplantations or whatever they're called since the 90s. They were my client in 1999-2000 range. This is all able to be done here. Why are you going to Turkey? You telling me there's better medical treatment? In the reason is Bosley doesn't need their help. Bosley's crushing it. And demographics that aren't theirs, I don't understand why, if you look at Bumstead's following, it's like 16 to 24. I would, I would fly over somebody older. Like somebody has an older following. You know what I mean? I don't know. Chris's following is probably older. So that, that's actually a really good one because I know, I know when I saw Chris get stem cells in Mexico, I was like, I need to do that in the USA because the only thing I know about Tijuana is they have donkey shows. And look, man, I'm not one to pass judgment and I'm not telling you to not Google donkey shows, but please do not Google donkey shows. Just do not Google it. Thank me later. It is not good. Nothing good comes out of Tijuana and donkey shows and I'm not going to trust Stem cells from an area that's known for the donkey show. Okay, not doing it. So what's happening with social media? Well, bottom line is social media, as I said before, is all fake. These are actors. And while in real life they are people, and I've met these people, there are some legit people who are real, who are exactly what they are on camera as they are in real life. Two that come to mind are two of my best friends, Chris Jones and Alan Roberts, two, two of my business partners. Exactly what they show online is who they are in person. Again, most of these other, Chris Bumstead's legit too. That dude's real, right? But for the most part, everybody's fake. The butts are fake. The boobs are fake. The, the, everything's fake. 
Okay. So the problem is fake is spilling over into society. Look, man, it's okay for someone to be fake, but what happens is people see these social media people and they try to live up to that. I'd like to think the image that I put out there is something you could work to, right? Like I'm not claiming anything. I'm not showing you a Lambo. It's not what I do. At the end of the day, my message is if you work hard, if you're moral, if you're ethical, if you, if you keep working out your entire life, if you love your family and you, you want to have a, a suburban soccer dad life that I have, here's the steps you take in business. Here's the steps you take, but I'm not, I'm not doing anything over the top crazy. So it, it's legit. You can do it. But the problem is this, this fakeness is spilling over into society where everybody wants to be an influencer, even if they're not an influencer. Every girl wants to look like their favorite Instagrammer. Every dude wants to be Chris Bumstead or Sam Select. Not know and knowing full well, I wonder how many of these kids jump on steroids at such a young age because of the Sam Selects, because of the Chris Bumsteads. I don't know. And it's always been like that, but now the message is getting before you had to buy a Flex magazine or watch like a buff dude on TV, but nobody was really juicing out to look like Zach Morris and AC Slater. People nowadays, their role models are on a ton of steroids and they know it because these guys are honest about it, which is why I've always said in the past, hey, sometimes it's better to say nothing at all if you're getting, if you're jacking yourself full of juice. Because I mean, let kids be ignorant. Let them be ignorant. We don't need kids ruining their lives chasing Sam Select's body or chasing Chris Bumstead's body. Not saying those two do this, okay? I'm just using examples. Those are two very popular influencers right now. So it's unrealistic images and goals. Like, let's be real. I've seen his before and after allegedly taking steroids. Sam Select was a pretty good-looking 19-year-old. He um, started training hard, started eating big, and now he's jacked as fuck. I know a lot of kids at that age who do everything right and take steroids. You have to realize young people taking steroids isn't a new thing. Jay Cutler, Branch Warren, they competed against each other in the teen nationals. Steroid use among young folks has been a thing for a long time. However, again, it's, it's at the point now where it's more mainstream and more kids are seeing it. So again, take that for what it's worth. And one thing I want to get into, I want you to look really close at this forehead. There's wrinkles, okay? Because I'm 43 damn years old. So I get comments on this channel all the time that, oh, you look 65. You obviously haven't been around other 43-year-olds. Trust me, I'm the youngest looking dude. If there's people between 38 and 50, I'm gonna be the youngest looking dude there. I still got my, most of my hair color and it's starting to go salt and pepper. I still got most of my hairline and I'm jacked. And I, I mean that not in a bragging way, but compared to the average 43-year-old dad, I'm pretty jacked, okay? It's all relative, right? Like compared to Phil Heath, not jacked. Compared to average soccer dad, super jacked. So can't we age anymore? Like it's like, you look old. Of course I look old, dumbass. I'm 43. I've been working my whole life. I came from nothing. I'm stressed. You know, I've, I've been in the hospital twice from exhaustion from working hard. Once was in Big Bear. The other was, Mar did we ever go in Maryland? 
Yes. Huh? I know, and it was exhaustion. So nonetheless, like, yeah, I've aged. I've worked my tuchus off. I should look 43. I'm not on that much HGH or I'm not going to age. Then you look at Mike O'Hearn and like he looks amazing, but let's be honest. There's no way you look like that at that age without some form of intervention, be it Botox or whatever these people are doing. And then you look at all the side effects. Like I was talking to a girl the other day and her lips were like bigger on one side than the other because the lip filler was diminishing on one and not on the other. Then you got women who can't even move their forehead. They have no expressions. I live in Brentwood, Tennessee. I see all the 40 plus year old women can't move their mouths because their lips are this freaking big. They can't like their foreheads just don't move. Their eyebrows don't move. I knew somebody whose eyebrow was stuck in the people's, people's eyebrow formation for a while. Like, it happens. So, like, at what risk? Like, one of our good family friends is is a dermatologist who does Botox. And I remember one time I was at the dermatologist and I made a comment about Botox. And it wasn't, it was a different dermatologist. And she was like, well, it's completely safe. Is it? It's botulism. I don't know. Do we know for a fact this is all safe? Uh-huh. People are getting it. And the thing is, once you start getting it, you can't stop or else like Botox, you got to keep doing it. And then as you do it, are you damaging those nerves? Will you have permanent nerve damage? I have questions. So this all leads to what is the ultimate thing if someone gets so depressed, so depressed that they can't live up to these expectations They can't look like Chris or Sam or whoever the hottest chick online is, right? What happened? Buff Bunny. Buff Bunny or whatever her name is. What happens? You have suicidal thoughts. You feel you're not good enough. You want to end your life. And you're at a critical age. Like, let's say, dude, I've raised a daughter. I have a teenage daughter and she's great. But like, you know, and teenage sons... Like, I remember during uh, the lockdowns in 2020 that worked oh so well at stopping the spread because the CDC and WHO are always correct about what they say. I remember you're watching stories about this dad, like, unplugged his kid's computer monitor and took him for a walk or something, and, and next thing you know, the kid killed himself. And then I panicked, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, because I have a 10-year-old at the time, 11, he turned, turned 11 son. And we weren't really locked down in Tennessee, but I was frightened because the world's going crazy around us. So um, I made the mistake of buying him Grand Theft Auto. And then I saw the, um, the strip club scene. And then I'm like, well, that was, an over, that was an overcorrection on my part. Overcorrection on my part. Look, parenting is really tough. And I'm not saying keep your kids off of social media. I'm not saying because I don't do that myself. My kids grew up in social media. You know, and to keep your kids from social media is almost like keeping them out of school because social media is such a critical part of society. Last night on X, a.k.a. Twitter, you know, you had Elon Musk and Vivek and Alex Jones and all these people in one space on Twitter. And their job most likely is going to have an Instagram page. So you can't keep them from social media. You can monitor it. But you cannot stop social media. It's too much of a powerful part of society. So the answer is, you do your best. You tell your kids that 
These are exactly what I said. These are actors. They're showing you what they want to show you. They have struggles like everyone else. They get divorced at a very high rate. Look at these social media influencers. There's always a breakup video, right? And then you look at like, I think there's some good people on social media to follow, you know? Um, there's a lot of good family channels. There's a lot of good, you know, wholesome stuff that you can follow on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. There's a lot of good wholesome stuff. But you're gonna, if you follow, or if your algorithm gets caught in certain things, like if you click on one Sam Sulek video, they're gonna show you a hundred videos of a bunch of young kids taking, who are on, presumably on drugs, you know, giving advice. And I think Chris Gethin, who I mentioned earlier, summed it up very well. Knowledge without mileage is bullshit. Why would you take advice from a 21-year-old? Oh, Mark, you don't know anything. You're 43, you're an idiot. Okay, fine, I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. Listen to Alan Aragon. Listen to these other guys who are really well-researched and vetted in the industry. Don't listen to me. But at the end of the day, man, yeah, I think it's a dangerous place we're going. And I hope that everybody kind of puts it in perspective and realizes that they're influencers. That's what they do. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Um, right now, TigerFitness.com, we have our eight days of gains, eight days of gains during the Hanukkah dates, December 7th through 15th. A new crazy deal every day. We've had $20 clash. We've had 25% um, off creatine. We've given away body bags. Absolutely nuts. Anyway, guys, go now. TigerFitness.com. Buy all your supplements there. I'm Mark Lobiner, and that's not a game. The Ironhide Bar was created for my kids. My kids need a snack to eat during soccer tournaments, and also I wanted a bar for myself to eat pre-workout, post-workout, and also throughout the day. You want your Outright Bars right now. That's why we have a partnership going with The Vitamin Shop to make sure that we're in all 750 plus locations, providing the best price, the best service, the best people, to give you the outright bar when and where you need it.